you say you want commitment from him. And what I'm trying to say to you is when people show you who they are, believe them. If you want to be single, then just be single. And if you want to be in a committed relationship, choose someone who's not going to cheat. Here is today's case. It was real petty in the beginning of the relationship. You don't feel respected. You don't feel he's pulling his weight. So I went through his phone, and this is where I found the sexting. Mr. Lewis, were you sexting? Um. Do we keep going or do we let it go? So one year, but you're already here in divorce court. Not off to a great start. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience, and it's filled with your superfans. Today's superfan of the day is Diana from Brooklyn, New York. Hi, Diana. Welcome to Divorce Court. We're happy to have you with us today. Your Honor, today's case is Lewis versus Lewis. Thank you, Juan. Lisette Lewis. That is correct. Yes, Your Honor. You have brought Mr. Elisha Lewis... Yes, Your Honor. ...to court today. The two of you have been married since August of last year. That's correct. So one year, but you're already here in divorce court. <laughs> yeah. Not off to a great start. But I understand there have been a number of issues in the relationship that you want to discuss today. That's correct. Okay, I'll start with you, Ms. Lewis. Tell me what's going on. Okay, so me and Mr. Lewis have been together for eight years, married for one year. Mm -hmm. um, we have been having a lot of trust issues, a lot of financial issues, and it's right now, it's like, do we keep going or do we let it go? Okay, and what do you have to say about that, sir? Um, I'm here today because, uh, same thing, I think we're having a lot of trust issues, mm -hmm. a lot of um, financial issues. I also feel as though, like, there's a lack of affection, um, and it's just, I, I guess we're just having a lot of problems. And like she said, it's either, like, do we continue or let it go? You said you've been together eight years, so you met when you were in college? We met in high school. In high school. And then okay. we got together when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so tell me about the beginning of the relationship. In the beginning of the relationship, um, it was like petty. It was real petty in the beginning of the relationship. We always fought. Uh, well, not high like... schoolers generally. Yes. Are. Yes. So that's and... to be expected. <clears throat> yeah. Did you ever grow out of the pettiness? Yes, finally I did. I finally did. Um, then we continued. We moved together. We got into like a I think it was serious relationship. And once we got, like, married, it just, like, it's just going downhill. One of your big issues is about finances in the relationship. That's correct. What happened? So, we had gotten an apartment together in college, and um, he was supposed to pay the other half of the rent, and I was going to pay the other half. And so, I had my rent paid for the semester, and... But he was falling behind on his. And so, they was trying to, like, I guess, evict him, and I was like, well, no, I'll, I'll just cover the rent for you. I, I got it. I never got that money back. Why did you stop paying rent? I mean, I know you're in college, you don't have a lot of money. Yeah, but... um, well, that was my first time living by myself. I was just like, okay, uh, I'll get a job and I'll work. But the money I was making was not enough to pay the rent. Were you paying any of the rent? No, like in my, in my head, if I'm getting paid $500 and they want 700 why would I give them all my money and then be broke? Because you want a place to live. Yeah, that's that, why that, you give that, them all your money. But that now, now that now that I'm older, I understand that. But at the time, I did not understand that. You age. didn't understand that at 19 years old that you have to pay to live somewhere. Now, Miss Lewis, you covered for him 
back in college, did that set a pattern for what yes. was to come? Yes. He's, I think Elisha is spoiled. I think that he just sees me as an umbrella that I'm always going to cover the rent, the all the bills regardless, which I still do to this day, even with the car notes. So we just got a car in 2018. I was young and dumb. I put a car in my name and we was not even engaged. We wasn't married. We wasn't, we was just in a relationship. And to this day, I'm still making, helping him pay the the car note, even though it should just be in... So that was in 2018? 2018. Oh, were you working then? Because you, uh, you now understand yeah. how bills need to yeah. be paid when they come through at this point, right? I do. Um, I went to a dealership and I was going to buy a car and they ran my credit, but I had no established credit. I had any, nothing. So they asked if I can get it in her name. And then she did have credit and they did approve her for the car. Um, I was working. I paid all my car payments. Um, since COVID has happened... I've lost my job, so I haven't been making the payments. I say that she probably made like four payments out of mm -hmm. the two years that I had the car. You notice that there are serious signs about how he's handling paying bills. Right. But yet the two of you get married just a year ago. So did you think getting married would, would help? Okay. Yes. Uh, You'd be more responsible with your bills? I um, thought he was going to handle the bills accordingly. I'm thinking he's going to be the man that I wanted him to be. Mm. But it's just he's been comfortable. Because mm. she said she's footing 80% of the bills. It's an 80-20 relationship. Um, last year, I was working two jobs. And I was bringing home probably about the same amount of money she was bringing mm -hmm. home. When January hit, I got laid off from my second job. Okay. And then Corona hit in February. So What is it that you do? Um, I was, I was, I'm a security guard, and the job I got laid off from, I was a forklift driver. What were you going to college for? Was physical therapy. Did you get your degree? No. Why did you stop um, going? We ended up leaving school and we ended up having a child sophomore year. Yeah. And what about you? You left your sophomore, sophomore year. Yep. What was your major? My major was political science. I asked that because you guys are really smart young people, yeah. and I think that you have a lot of potential. And I, but I think you need to get your education. Next month, I start training for HVAC. That's my. Like, I, uh, I'm in a program right now where they're paying for me to go to school. Um, I started this program probably, like, two years ago, but I quit because she used to pressure me about, oh, you got to pay bills. Like, I'm the only person. Well, I, it's harder when you have young children, yeah. and yeah. that's the challenge. But now you're married, you're in the marriage, you're going to have to make some sacrifices if you want this to work. Yeah. You pay now or you pay later. What I mean by that is if you make the sacrifices now, go to school, maybe one of you at a time, get the education that you want to have or the training that you want to have to be mm -hmm. able to have better careers. Yeah. You pay now and you make the sacrifices so you're not paying later and spending the rest of your life trying to scrape things together and live month to month. And he had left his phone in the room. I know where this is going. And this is where I found the sex thing that he was doing with this woman. We didn't have sex for about two months, three months. I feel like I pay all the bills. I'm tired. I don't want to, like, come home and lay down with you when I know that you didn't do anything all day. Mm. Ms. Lewis, I also say that because you said you were young and dumb. I don't, I don't think you were young and dumb. I think you were just young and in love. Yeah. And so you make some decisions when you're young, but when you get a little bit more life experience, a little bit more knowledge, you have time to correct them. Yeah. What else is going on? Back in 2018, I remember we had planned a trip to Florida, which I paid majority for it. And he was telling me that his family members was coming over and he had left his phone in the room. He said, oh. just watch out for the call. I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard enough of these stories to know where this is going. So I went through his phone and I seen that a message was on do not disturb. And I'm like, 
hmm, why is this message on Do Not Disturb? So I opened it up, and this is where I found the sexting that he was doing with this woman, and I submitted the screenshot today. Mr. Lewis, were you sexting? Yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting an immediate (laughs) confession. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie about it. Um, It's because of the lack of affection I was getting from her, honestly. Um, We didn't have sex for about two months, three months. And even when we're alone, she's still... Why do you think just, that is? I just had a two-month-old. When I found those messages, I just had a baby. It's Sorry, not, It's not just sex to me, though. Like, she doesn't kiss me. She doesn't hug me. She doesn't tell me that she loves me unless I tell her I love her first. Mm. So, at the time, I was talking to this girl, and she was showing me all that. Okay, so if you weren't feeling that affection, that love, or any of that, why did you propose? Because I thought it was a comfort thing. Like, I honestly thought that she wasn't comfortable enough with me to show me that side of her. And I thought that eventually that will come. It was kind of like I was looking for a way to get the affection without actually... Stepping out, out. having yeah, without, a physical relationship? Yeah. So I, never, I never met up with a girl. Never. I, me and that girl only talked. And I honestly think, like, even, even if she never called me, I probably would end up stop talking to the girl eventually. So you're making a distinction between emotional infidelity and physical infidelity. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something, Mr. Lewis. They are both just as dangerous to yeah. your relationship and just as hurtful to yeah, your marriage. I, I learned that when I walked in the room and I seen her crying. And I haven't done anything like that since. Because okay. I, that, I, that's inaccurate. Well, not well, like let me ask you. Let me ask you something, Ms. Lewis. Is he telling the truth about not getting affection from you? You not saying you love him unless he says it first? Okay, why? It's that way. I I feel like I pay all the bills. I'm tired. I don't want to, like, come home and lay down with you when I know that you didn't do anything all day. Mm. This is very interesting. You know about the love languages and what that means? How people Mm -hmm. have their own way that they want and need to be loved? And how you love someone the way you want to be loved, but it's not the way they want to be loved. He's telling you he wants it in terms of the attention and affection. You're saying you don't feel respected. You don't feel he's pulling his weight. You don't feel that he is contributing as a true partner in the marriage, so it's hard for you to give that in return, and deep down, a part of you is even resenting him for that because from everything I've looked at, you expect him to be the man in the relationship and do more to take care of your family and your two kids. Do you hear her on this? Yes, and I I felt like when I was working in two jobs last year, that's exactly what I was doing. It was a whole year of me working two jobs and nothing changed. I feel like I was still paying the bills then. I don't remember what bills. So you're paid. not managing finances well. You're saying either way, if right. he's working or not, because of because of COVID. Because I don't think Mr. Lewis is the type that just doesn't want to work. Do you? No. You also had some issues with Miss Lewis. Yes. She has a male friend. She started going out with him like every weekend. Like he's fun to hang out with. He always want to go out and have some drinks. Like Elisha just wants to stay home all day. That mm-hmm. is boring. So what's going on between the two of you? It's not a true friendship because he liked you as more than a friend. So you have to cut it off. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Let me look at these text messages so we can all roll our eyes at you for a minute. <laughs> um, okay, so these are, these are pretty aggressive messages. This person tells you they just want to be friends. Mm-hmm. You I, say, yeah, I know, it'll take me a minute to adjust yeah. to because that. I, I told her that okay. I was, 
I had a whole relationship. You also had some issues with Miss Lewis. Yes. She has a male friend that, uh, that she wasn't really seeing until COVID hit, I think. Like, when COVID hit... Oh, she... so this is recent. Yeah, like, when COVID hit, she was probably going out with him, like, every weekend. And well, who she... is he? And he's a friend that she went to high school with. So Ooh. I don't... I, I, I never... I, I met him once because we went out to eat. After that, she started going out with him, like, every weekend. And um, one weekend, she decided to go out, and I looked up her location. And when I found... And I seen her location, it was nowhere where she told me that she was going to be at. Where'd she tell you she was going to be? She told me that she was going to be at a bar all night. But when I seen her, she was at a waterfront. The fact that I asked you and you told me, oh, no, we was at the bar all night. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So why, why did you lie about it? Okay, I was at the bar, and they was playing heavy rock music. And so since the rock, rock music is not my thing, so we walked to the waterfront, and that's exactly what it was. So show me the map country. where you say you tracked her, sir. Yeah, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> This, this is the bar that she told me that she was at that night, and this is the waterfront. When I tracked her phone, she was down here. Mm -hmm. So she was walking around for like an hour and nowhere near the bar that she told me that she was at. But you knew she was with this... Yeah, I knew she was with him, and she told me that he liked her. So that's what also made me very suspicious about her chilling with him. Mr. Lewis? Thank you. So you're fine with your wife going to a bar... Yeah. with a guy who likes her, but not walking around the neighborhood or the no. waterfront. Well, she didn't... She, she go didn't, to the bar. If he likes you, then you need to, like, nip that in the bud. Like, did you do that? I did. After I turned up on her. Yeah. I knew this does not look right, so I was like, okay, So yeah. what's going on between the two of you? Nothing, nothing. Just but friends? it's just something that he's... Like, he's fun to hang out with. He always want to go out and go out to eat, go have some drinks. Like, Elisha just wants to stay home all day. That mm -hmm. is boring. That's not... But you know that this guy likes you now. And he knows that you're married. Right. So you understand that this is not a good situation to right. be in. Right. And now I'm done with it. Like... Okay. Okay. I believe her. Do you believe her? Yes. I don't... I, don't, okay. I, honestly, I honestly don't think she did anything. My problem is that she told me that she was going to stop talking to him, mm -hmm. but she still messaged him. And she told me that she was going to stop seeing him, but she's still making plans. Oh, you still messaging him? Okay. Yeah. Sometimes we're friends. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else... I, like, how do we just cut off okay, friends? Okay. So, but my I'm going to tell you how you do it. My female friends... Hold on a okay. second. I'm going to tell you how you do it. You just do it. You are friends with a guy who has told you he likes you and you're married. And he's inviting you out and he... So, you want to be able to text with him and say that you're friends. It's not a true friendship because he likes you as more than a friend. So, you have to cut it off. He's not respecting your marriage. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's, that's what... That's my, that's my biggest issue because when it came to my female friends, she made me cut them off. Like, I can't even play the video game with my female friends. No, why is that? Because I never met her. where we are. When it comes to the two of you having friends, just introduce the friends to your spouse. It shouldn't be an issue for that person to be friends, not only with you, but perhaps with your spouse. Now, I know this is divorce court, and we've had people make the introductions, and there's a lot of other things happening. Yeah. But I'm saying you have to at least take that first step and be completely transparent about your friendships. Miss Lewis, I want to ask you... Earlier in the relationship, was, was there ever a time where you were affectionate and you were telling him that you loved him first or any of the things that he described today? I would say, like, maybe, like, the first... The first yeah. week? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You said she wasn't like that from the beginning. It's... it's... People just tell me, like, when you get married, 
women get a lot more comfortable around you. Like it's, it's like a, like a, a level of like security, I guess they have. So you thought getting married, she would be more comfortable expressing herself to you. Yes. You thought getting married, we'll he would security. become more responsible and take better care of your household. So now the two of you realize that marriage doesn't change people. No. Just because you say wedding vows and you exchange rings, that's not where the change actually comes from. Yeah. That's, you that's, have to learn and grow and mature and just be better adults yes. right. when it comes to the relationship. Because what marriage does is just intensify what's already there. The two of you just met very young. Well, yeah. And you got into a relationship really young. You got into a marriage really young when you hadn't really developed some of the vital things you need to develop to have a high-level functioning relationship. And so you're still learning and you're growing together now with two young children. Yeah. Right. I don't see this marriage as a deal breaker. Do either of you want to get a divorce now? Or yeah. you just want help? We just no. need yeah, help. I just... So here's what I suggest after listening to both of you today. We have an aftercare specialist here today. I would love for the two of you to take a few moments to meet with him when you leave the show. He can make some great recommendations for you for a relationship program in your area. I think the two of you would thrive from that because there are a number of things I think you can work on to just be better as a husband, to be better as a wife, and it'll also help you in your careers. And this workshop, it's about building trust, mm -hmm. fighting fair when you do have disagreements, learning how to communicate in those disagreements, negotiating boundaries, creating priorities, having a healthy sex life, all of these things being addressed, and just in general, becoming a better couple. Because you've grown up through a lot of things together. You made some mistakes early on. You said, I made the mistakes. I admit I made the mistakes. I'm not doing that anymore. That's growth. Yeah. That's maturity. There are other ways you say he needs to mature in terms of his work ethic, you say now. Right. And the fact that she said that she's contributing 80% financially to the relationship. That is a burden on her right now. So she needs you to step up. I think the two of you are really smart, and I think you need to go back and finish your educations. I think that's gonna help you tremendously because I see both of you as having a lot of potential to do great things with your lives and your careers. You have eight years in this with two children and it's worth fighting for, which is why a, a relationship seminar for the two of you would go a long way. And I'm personally rooting for you as a couple. Thank you. Thank you. You have a beautiful family. Thank you. Good luck to both of you. Thank you. I think her verdict was fair. I think we do need a counseling or a workshop, and I think we should just go from there and figure out if we're going to keep doing this or not. I feel like the counseling will help a lot. It'll give us a, uh, like a perspective from everybody else that see people go through the same problems as we do. It's just a way that you got to go about solving it. So. Um, I'm gonna try to figure out my financial situation. I'm in school right now, so I just gotta keep learning from mistakes. Every mistake I make, I just gotta keep learning from it. To make the marriage work, I think that I just need to be more understanding. I guess I gotta listen to communication and try to figure out a, a better way to solve problems than me just leaving and you know, walking away. I think communication is key. I think we just need to communicate more and just figure it out that way. Mm -hmm.